0: Welcome to the Bluff Finance Podcast. My name is Eric Baskin, and we are back with another episode with travel hacking extraordinaire Matt Cook. We talked with him last week about how to sign up for annual fee wave credit cards for military members and kind of some of the best cards out there and the best ways to go about it is along with our personal strategies. And this week, we are going to talk now about now that we already have all these cards, how do we actually use the points? What's the best way to optimize the value that we're getting out of, out of these points? Um, between whether it's travel, uh cash back, whatever, whatever it may be. Matt's kind of got the lowdown for us there. So Matt, say hi to the people.
1: Yeah. Hi, Eric. Welcome. Uh it's nice to be back. Um, I think we got a, a few good comments online about uh the last one and some questions. So um happy to be back. Yeah, it'll be a be a good topic, um slightly more advanced for the credit card game, but uh looking forward to it.
0: Awesome. Well, let's dig in. Overall, like what are our options? I guess we, we pile up these points in Amex. We pile these up in Chase wherever they may be. What are kind of the broad options for using these points? Yeah,
1: so uh, in general, I think there's a, a distinction between some of these points, right? So American Express and Chase and some of these like credit card companies' points are considered what we call flexible points, where you can use them for a whole host of different options. Whereas like if I'm a Delta person, I have all my Delta Sky Miles. Typically, a lot of like airlines and hotels. You can only use specifically, you know, for them. Whereas Amex and Chase, again, flexible rewards, we can use them for a whole host of different things, and uh, you know, typically they're valued more these flexible points because of you know the variety of options um, we can use them with. So a lot of times, you know, I'll go on to uh, I think the the points guy does it really well, and they have a value of you know every airline, hotel, and um, credit card points. They do a bunch of math and stuff, um, putting together that, that valuation. And so I like to look at that as a starting point and I try to get that or more when I'm using my points. So some of the different options that, you know, we have out there, let's take Amex, for example, right? Um, So you can get statement credit, you know, if you're uh, hurting a little bit for cash and you have a ton of points and you're not traveling anytime soon for whatever reason, uh, maybe you just use those points to you know, offset a big purchase or something like that. Um, You can use them for gift cards. So each credit card company partners with a a bunch of different people for um, gift cards. So you get Apple gift cards, um, you know, Uber gift cards, et cetera. And then the other thing you can do is you can use your points in their respective travel portals, right? If I look up flights on Amex and I see a Delta nonstop flight, $220 or, you know, 22,000 points. That's that's another way to do it. You can also, in which I think is is no brainer, the best way to maximize the value of your points is to transfer it to uh, travel partners, whether that's mm-hmm. hotel. And I think in general, you can get the most bang for your buck by transferring um, to airlines. But again, it all depends on what you want the points for. Uh, the cashback is typically Cashback and gift cards are typically less than one cent per point. Um, So for, let's see if I can do this math. So for every a thousand points, um, it'd be, you know, less than $10 cash back. And then for the travel portal. So typically the travel portals are one cent per point. So every thousand points is $10. Um, However, Chase's, I believe is one and a half cents per point in their travel portal. So that'll be, you know, $15 uh, for a thousand points. Um, And then if you transfer to travel partners, uh, you can get, you know, anywhere from, you know, 0.5 cents per point all the way. I've seen people get 10 cents per point. So every thousand dollars you get a hundred bucks, which is, you know, 10%. Yeah.
0: And they'll do bonuses, right? Like there'll be like promotional periods where I can transfer to a certain airline and it'll be whatever 30% bonus for that transfer. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. So, uh, Flying Blue, which is at Air France, KLM, um, like Delta, some uh, they're all partners. Uh, they do it actually really frequently with a lot of the credit cards, and it would be anywhere from fifteen percent to thirty uh, percent transfer bonus. Wow. So if for every thousand points I transfer, you might again math if you get a twenty-five percent transfer bonus, they'll give you an extra two hundred and fifty points. And wow. uh, my wife and I took advantage of that, and we'll. Uh, We'll maybe touch on that a little
0: later. That's a big distinction, though. I just want to like point that out because I I've made that mistake several times. I think in the last five years, um, just booking things through the Amex travel portal instead of transferring to the airline. So I don't I don't think it's well known that you can do that. It's crazy how much more valuable it is. And I'll say also like how much easier it is. Like I'll say for myself, I've transferred some points recently to Delta, and not only are those more valuable in Delta now, but I can book my flight and then cancel the flight or make changes very easily through Delta. Cause those points are now owned over in my Delta account. Whereas if anyone's dealt with changes or i talked about this in the last episode, at least me, I've had some horror stories with Amex travel, just I book stuff and then I have to change things and I have to call them. You can't like nothing can be done online. Whereas Delta now I've got these points that are more valuable and much more usable.
1: Yeah, no, I, uh, I definitely agree. And you can, so they have these things called uh, airline alliances. So there's three major airline alliances and United American and Delta, the big three are in each one of those alliances. And so each one has about 15 to 25 other airlines within each one of those alliances. And a lot of times you can book a United flight, for example, on any one of its partners in its alliance, so you can really you can really shop around, right? So like like uh, Canada Aeroplan, for example, they have a twenty five percent transfer bonus on Chase right now. So again, transfer my thousand points, wow. I like get a thousand plus two fifty. And typically, you can book United flights on through Aeroplan for cheaper than if you were to book them on United. So you can really take advantage of like, again, these flexible rewards and you can shop around and try to find find the best deals. So yeah, transferring to travel partners and, and in my opinion, more specifically airline partners, uh, you can really get some uh, bang for your buck and maximize the value. We can get into how we use them, right? So like, okay, so let's say, you know, we've ha- we now decided that the best way to use our points is through transferring to travel partners, right? So we can either transfer them to hotels. Or Airlines, so just to touch on a few uh for the hotels first admittedly i don't you know I have Marriott and Hilton cards, so I, a lot of times I just use their points uh, for booking their things, um, so i don't really t- have a ton of flexibility with hotels usually, so i don't know a ton or have a ton of experience in transferring my points, but one thing I will note here is. You know Marriott and Hilton, uh, they have pretty standard rates across their portfolio. You know they have different tiers. Typically they're the same value for the same tiers. But the one hotel that like you could really take advantage of is Hyatt, and the only card that transfers to Hyatt is Chase. So you can go, um, you could go stay in like Jamaica for five nights right now for one hundred twenty five thousand Chase points if you transfer them to Hyatt. Hyatt has really really good redemption rates in Hyatt. High value per point, but other than that, like there's a there's a few ways to look for like this award availability. You know, I found a few tools called like Stay with Points and Aware Mapper. Uh, but again, I don't. That's not all encompassing. I don't have a ton of experience for it. Typically, mm-hmm. when I'm looking for uh, a hotel to stay at, I'll just search, you know, Hilton or Marriott or Hyatt, and just you know, kind of shop around with those uh those few hotels within that area.
0: Yeah. Hotels are a little bit more difficult. I find, at least personally, you almost have to, like, if you're going to optimize your hotel rewards, you almost need to, you almost need to kind of be more open as to where you're going. Like, Hey, we're going to take a vacation using whatever, you know, that Hyatt deal you just mentioned or something. And like, this is, these are good deals that are out there because if we want to go to X city, there's only so many hotels that are offering these deals. So I find it very difficult personally to use the hotel points that we accrue. Right? If we're going to a wedding, we've, we've got like seven weddings this summer. So usually there's like a hotel that's the wedding block. And I can't get the wedding block rate right if I use points like I have to pay with cash. So it's like, I, I have a really difficult time using those hotel points personally. And where I found it to be beneficial recently is uh, getting the Marriott card, the Chase Marriott card, there was a, a 120,000 point bonus, I think to sign up. And I just had those hanging out over in Chase Marriott. And I realized I could transfer those to Delta. So I just transferred that into like 42,000 Delta points. And they're much more usable now for me because we, we now fly Delta all the time.
1: Yeah, that, that's it. I mean, that's a great point, right? Like a lot of the times when you're looking at for places to go, when you do have the flexibility, a lot of time we don't, right? With all our weddings and stuff. A lot of times we're looking at the airlines because we know whatever city we go to, like, you know, there's going to be three plus marriott's and three plus hilton's right it's like i'll just do my shopping once i pick my location to your to your point if you like if you're choosing the city based on, you know, the cheapness of the hotels or the best award availability based on the hotels. And that's a different story. But a lot of times, most people don't have that flexibility, they have the flexibility right. in, hey, am, am I going to fly into Miami on Wednesday or Thursday, right? They have more flexibility right. for when they can travel versus like where they're traveling,
0: right? It depends on the on the person like some people that are ultimate your ultimate travel hackers that you're probably seeing on YouTube well, they're, they're getting paid other other ways, right? But the ultimate travel hacker is determining their, their location completely on the deal, right? Or because they can work from anywhere. It's kind of a different mindset than somebody who's, all right, I'm traveling for a wedding or I'm traveling for family vacation or something to this spot. We go here because of X, Y, and Z. Now let's go find a hotel. just, it doesn't fit as well as the airline, like us living in Ohio personally. Delta flies everywhere out of here, out of the three airports. It's really good, so... That's kind of like our go to airline. Whereas if you're in Washington at um, McCord, you are, you're probably flying Alaska Air places. Like, you know what I mean? Based on, based on where you are in the country, that I think determines how valuable that airline is to you.
1: Right. And to your point, like, we're in the military, right? We, we don't have a ton of flexibility in some of the leave rules, which we could debate a different day. And then whether or not we can work from home, like, I can't work for a home whatsoever I'd love to be able to have the flexibility to pick a pick a location to take Haley and I for a week while also working that'd be awesome but yeah we just we don't have the flexibility necessarily a lot of times when it comes to the hotels
0: so when we're actually going to look for these deals whether it's hotels or flights I guess what are the best places to check what's a good framework like is it start with Google flights and then we kind of work from there or what what's the best way to go about it?
1: Yeah, so uh again, more of my expertise in the flights, so I'll kinda go from there. And I think we've touched the hotels a little bit. Yeah, so I have for me a lot of the time, I will start with Google flights. You know, a lot of us are in fairly big cities and have the flexibility to fly multiple airlines so i will start with google flights and then try to find the cash value of that and then typically i'll jump into southwest because of course southwest is not google flight so i try to find the cash value first and then sometimes i'll even you know open the travel portal because sometimes they do have a you know a one and a half cents per point deal, right? Like, oh, you can book this flight on Amex and it you know, has crossed out 22,000 points and you can get it for 17,000 or something like that. So that'll happen once in a while. And then lastly, like there's a bunch of tools that I use out there to see what the best uh, value is for my points if I transfer you know, my flexible points uh, to airline partners. I would put like a caveat on that. A lot of times, like the best value for your points are gonna be international flights. And a lot of times it's the more expensive flights, so like international business class and first class that will have deals uh once in a while. And so a lot of times when I'm flying domestically, I'll just pay, I'll pay the cash. So that there's a little bit of distinction there. However, I'll take a look. Like Haley and I are my wife and I are flying, you know, Delta from Minneapolis back to DC here soon. And we got, you know, I think three or four cents per point. So I'll look at it do it you know i'll look at work and i'll look at other times too so um i like doing this quite a bit essentially because i got used to it so the the tools out there that i like to use whatever we go through the google flights look at the cash look at the travel portal and then i'll pull up you know a few of these different tools that i I really like um, and see if we can get some really good value by just you know transferring a few points um over to specific airline so there's a distinction between these tools for airlines and it's called either general purpose or special purpose so the special purpose ones usually you have to select a single airline so i have to know that i'm flying delta or i will have to cycle through every single airline um, until i find the best deal plus all the special purpose ones i've seen so, Expert Flyer, Seats by uh, Seats.arrow, to name a few, they all cost money. My family calls me Frugal Francis. I don't <laughs> like to spend money on stuff I don't need to spend money on. So, um, I don't really, i haven't really used any of these special purpose ones just because how much I don't how
0: pay much do they thing. cost how much do they cost just curious
1: uh, I would say probably like five to ten dollars a month so nothing nothing okay. crazy and i suppose you could sign up for a free trial or for a month look at a few and then you cancel your subscription right
0: yeah you could and if you're a big traveler i mean that to be honest you're probably saving enough dollars and cents there as well as your time just just being able to go have that one go to tool so probably actually a consideration for for some folks
1: yeah but so what i want to focus on is like the general purpose ones so the ones that you don't necessarily have to specify which airline you can a lot of them will allow you to search you know almost a whole suite of you know 70 plus airlines that exist out there in wow. the world so there's two that charge money um, again this list isn't all encompassing, but these are the ones that like I've found that have gotten the best reviews or I've used and I really like. So the first one is Award Logic. I haven't used it, but it's it's the most well-rounded of the general purposes and it's okay. the most expensive. So again, you know, nothing nothing crazy that's gonna break the bank, but I don't want to spend money on this. So it searches almost all the airlines and you'll it'll do three days at once. So, right like if i'm looking you know somewhere between tuesday and thursday they'll search all of those for me and then it will display all the relevant stuff about the the flights right is there a stopover who's it through how many points what are the taxes and fees because a lot of time on these international airline companies they have greater taxes and fees than the five dollars and 60 cents that delta has so that's award logic the other one that i really like is called point me so it's the most thorough one out there and the full version is not free and i'll touch on a limited version here next but it does everything award logic does so again searches you know 65 plus airlines and it kind of cycles through all of them but you can only search on point.me one day at a time so whatever you have to just select wednesday for example whatever day it populates really slow so this one's this one's pretty slow and you kind of kind of put some effort in so it takes me Like, you know, whatever, say I want to go DC to Paris and I say business. What's nice is you can search business or first class or economy or premium economy. So there's two different, you know, classes essentially. And it takes about two minutes to populate all of those flights. So it can take a little bit and it can be a little time consuming, but it gives you step by step instructions on how to book it. So it'll say, okay, you can book it through, you know, Flying Blue and you could transfer, you know, four different credit card points to this. So it'll, it'll, it'll kind of say, all right, you know, you need 20,000 Amex point or you could use 20,000 Amex points or, you know, 20,000 chase points or, you know, depending on the airline and their partnerships with their credit card. So I really like that one. Um, Again, the step-by-step instructions is really nice, especially for a, a person starting out. So those are the two, the two that have like paid versions. And now there's two, free versions that are limited. So they have a smaller number of airlines that they uh, cater to. But one is a uh, point.me via Built. So Built is a, a new credit card. I would say it's about a year and a half old. And it's it's a $0 annual fee. and It's the only credit card out there that allows you to pay rent with it, with zero, uh, zero tax or zero fees associated with it. So it's a really cool card because you can pay rent and collect a crap ton of points, especially if you're living in a city like Boston or DC, like I was, um, I was able to you know, bank a few points. And so they have a, fr- they partner with, built partners with point.me. And again, it's a free, they have a free version of it, but it's only about like 12 to 15 airlines. Okay. Big ones, main ones. So it includes all the major ones except for, Delta for the most part. Oh no. So, okay. So it doesn't include Delta, but I got one that does. And the, the only other thing I say would say about this uh point.me via built is actually you don't even need the credit card to sign up. So mm-hmm. you can go make a free built rewards account and have an instantly free version of point.me for about 15 airlines, which again, is a lot of the major airlines outside of Delta.
0: And that's going to be especially beneficial if you're taking like an international trip or planning an international trip of any sorts. And that's where really using a tool like this is going to yield the most ROI, uh, especially because you're going to have some options. Whereas if you're flying, I don't know, domestically, maybe you kind of know what airline you're going to fly because you're going to a certain part of the country or you're from a certain part of the country. Is that, is that kind of right. fair to say?
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I think using these tools, just like, again, a free version of this tool, just to see what's out there. Right. Yeah. Like just to give you an idea what flies, where, what's cheaper. Again, you can always do a more thorough search on a specific website or you know, a specific airlines website or something like that. But it's a great tool to just plug in a date and, you know, see what's cheaper or see if it's a high time just based on flights or um, yeah, it's again, like if you have, you know, zero experience with flying international, like maybe I don't even know any of the airlines outside of the country, which I yeah, really didn't I, prior I don't know this starting a lot of this. And then all the ones to Europe are way different than all the ones to Asia uh, yeah. for the most part. So yeah, it gets, um, but again, it's a, it's just a nice free way to, you know, start out and get a perspective on, you know, potential cheap opportunities to travel internationally or travel somewhere you never would and wouldn't spend the money on. And then the last one that I'll touch on again, not an all encompassing list, but a few that uh, I've used or experienced and had good uh, good feedback on. So this one's called, I think, Rome or Rome dot travel. I don't even know how to pronounce it, to be honest, but it's free. Again, single day, limited number of airlines, and it covers all the major ones, including Delta this time. And so I've seen a lot of a lot of feedback on using a combination of point.me via built and this whatever Rome or Rome.me.travel. Um, using a combination of those two completely free versions is a very good starting point to see what's out there. And you pretty much have, again, all the major airlines covered and uh, yeah, you can you can go from there. So just uh, kind of as we wrap this up, and then I'll let you uh, you know ask some questions here. just like a, a personal a personal story here. The wife and I are going to Europe for whatever. We're going close to, you know, 17, 18 days. and we've booked uh, two business class flights. So we're going nonstop business class, Air France, from D.C. to Paris. And then we're flying back from Lisbon to D.C. in business class on Air France as well through Paris. And if you were to book those flights today, they would be about $15,000 for the four wow. tickets. And we paid just shy of $600. And we used, two, we used about 260,000 Amex and chase points. Um, but we're getting, it was like five and a half to six cents per point. So the points guy, you know, they advertise that Amex and Chase is $0.02 cents per point. This just proves there's some, if, you know, if you continue to look at some of these tools that you can get some really good value uh, for your points. And we still have a a bunch of points left over that uh, we haven't used. She pretty much, we pretty much used all of mine and she's saving hers up for who knows what. But
0: Wow. That's, that's incredible value, especially if it's for travel, you know, definitely for travel that you would. Be doing anyways and be paying in cash, like that's that's really significant value. But even for travel, that's just you know we're going somewhere because we can pull this off with the points. Uh, Like that's obviously value that's not dollars and cents, but experiences, which is uh, obviously more important than than money ultimately. But it's just crazy when you do that when you start to think of the value of a strategy like this that can be implemented you know with varying levels of effort you know you can be an optimizer like Matt or you can kind of have the minimalist strategy and still get a lot of the of the benefit kind of like the 80/20 rule you know if you do this for a few years and cover most of your travel expenses like you think about investing that money instead in something like a Roth IRA or your TSP tens and tens of thousands of dollars hundreds really compounded over time when we're thinking about taking that money out in retirement so i think just some strategies that can pay huge dividends with very little effort or, or if you want to be an optimizer, you know, a lot of effort.
1: Yeah. I think that's a great point about the personal finance side of things too. Like Haley and I are kind of doing some budgeting right now with the recent promotion and, you know, student loans are going to start again and she has some student loans we have to pay off and obviously, you know, recently bought a house and stuff. So we just got a lot of things going on and then also planning this extensive two and a half week, you know, trip. And so, you know, we're doing a lot of budgeting and, you know, where can we put money where, um, but the nice thing is, is like, we don't really have to budget for this trip, like a little bit yeah. for, you know, food and, you know, some hotels and some unique places we're going, but like, I don't have to budget for these flights. Um, I don't have to budget for this. And guess what? Like you said, now I can, you know, add more to my, you know, Roth IRA or TSP or traditional yeah. brokerage account, whatever, you know, we have the flexibility to do pay off, you know, some more principal in my mortgage for a higher mortgage or pay off some of her high interest student loans. Uh, we don't really know what the the student loan dynamics going to look like when it starts again. So yeah, just being able to save money to, you know, have the flexibility to use it for whatever you need to use it for.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, it's low. I like to say, I mean, some of this stuff is really low hanging fruit. I mean, when we're talking about just signing up for the Amex Platinum and signing up for the Chase Sapphire Reserve or the, or the gold and, and getting like 4X on dining or groceries. Like these are, these are things like everybody can do pretty easily. Uh, and then just knowing a little bit of something about this transfer partner stuff can pay huge dividends. I want to go back to the strategy. So like if you're going on an international trip, you know, I, I think it's especially well worth your time to go and use one of these tools. If you're flying one hour flight, domestically, like you probably don't need to go use one of these tools and and spend time doing this. But I guess like what's a good way for somebody to backwards, almost backwards hack this. So like I'll use myself as an example. We're in Ohio. So Delta is really good here. So I can kind of say Delta is going to be my airline and I can look at who transfers to Delta. Well, Amex does. So I want to pile up Amex points. So I, I use the Chase or the, sorry, the Amex gold for sure quite a bit use the Amex Platinum maybe on travel. I get a Delta Platinum card. Thinking of other ways to get Amex points. So looking at, like I mentioned, the Marriott Chase card that I signed up for, that transfers directly into Delta. So is that kind of a way, like somebody can not be locked into an airline, but definitely personalize this strategy domestically, at least to kind of where they live and what they usually fly?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think... So, so there's a few different ways to do it, right? Like you can maximize your sign up bonuses and referral bonuses, especially for like those flexible points that transfer to Delta and its partners. Um, so that that's one way to do it. Another way to really get all those points is to make sure you're maximizing those spending categories. Like, you know, you yeah. should never be using the platinum outside of flights, right? So like every time I right. go to the grocery store, ensure I'm using my Amex gold at 4X points. So maximizing right. those spending categories.
0: What are those other categories? If you just like, what, what's a quick, if you can give like just a quick rundown, obviously flights, you want to use that Amex for 5X, that, that platinum for dining out and groceries. You want to use that Amex gold. I believe it's 4X up to $25,000 right now per year. What are, what, are, what are some of the other categories out there that can pay well?
1: So in gas, um, a lot of times there's the, you know, the Amex blue cash, we gets see 3% back. Uh, I just signed up for the City Premier card, which is 3x on gas. However, like if you think you can get five cents per point on your Amex points, for example, you could use your platinum and gold and you're essentially still getting 5% back. So I think, yeah, I think, you know, we've talked about this a little bit too and like the intentionality of your spending and just having a plan. So, like, if you know you need chase points because you want to transfer to United and you can't transfer your Amex points to United, then, like, you should potentially be using your chase at some of these categories that are a little, you know, wish-washy, right? Like, that potentially don't have a benefit of one card over the other.
0: Right. And I would say, also, you can backwards hack specific trips, like, domestically. Like, if you know you're flying, or even internationally, but, you know, you're flying to... You know, a wedding in December over in Washington or over in California, like, you know, a certain airline might fly out there. We can go look at credit cards that are going to give us points in for that airline. So like we're, we're going to a wedding in Idaho in September. So I'm looking at Southwest. That's like the best flight there. So now I'm I'm looking for a Southwest card potentially but we've already hit the 524 rule. So we're, we're in trouble there, but that's a whole other story. But yeah, you can backwards hack these, these trips as well. Get that trip for free. Uh, if you just plan out a little bit ahead and kind of know where you're going, have enough time to hit that spend bonus, that sign up bonus.
1: Right. And then I think your, your other point of opening a bunch of like Delta cards or whatever is, you know, actually that's sort of what I'm debating. I haven't told Haley this yet, but, uh, You know, she has the Hilton Aspire card. I can't get it because I'm in Amex jail right now. But, like, potentially opening some of the lower tiered Hilton cards to get more Hilton points. And then eventually, potentially, you know, you can upgrade your cards from lower status to uh, higher Mm -hmm. status in some cases. So... Um, potentially doing that. Then the one other thing I said for your Southwest flight, you can transfer chase to Southwest. So if like you truly, you know, don't want to spend an arm and a leg on a Southwest flight that you have to probably stop once or twice. Like maybe now you're instead of using your Amex gold on dining, you're using your chase card mm-hmm. at three X points because you're trying to maximize chase points for Southwest.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's unfortunately for us, we don't have enough time to uh, accrue those points, actually be able to use a, a huge amount of them, but that's, that's for sure a, a valid point. I think we can kind of conclude, start wrapping up there. Um, what I guess what's a good action item for how do people take this information and 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 go implement it? Yeah, I
1: mean that's a that's a great question, right? Like if you have the flexibility to travel, you're really curious about traveling to you know some of your bucket list destinations. I think just opening up, you know, like Point Me via Built or this you know Rome Travel or Rome Me Travel. I'll keep saying that because again I don't know how to say it but, like these are f- free tools you can just sign up with you know either your gmail or create an account um, and just get comfortable with some of those things and like next time you're booking a flight like just just take a a take take a look like these days uh domestically even at, no, I fly on Sundays a lot because I don't want to use the extra couple of days of leave that the whole military rules has. And so, like, you know, Sundays have gotten so expensive, especially like for me. A lot we're flying Minneapolis back to D.C. on uh, yeah. Sundays. I open up these tools every time just to see if I can get some value out of my points. I, I would just take a look. And again, if you're you know dreaming about going to this really cool location and you have some leave built up, yeah, just see what's out there. And, you know you you'd be surprised at the at the deals that some of these airlines have to really cool locations at like random times
0: yeah that's that is that is good advice especially if you are uh, able to travel you know might not have kids yet and and kind of able to pop around a little bit looking up some of these deals uh, can be can be super beneficial and super valuable you know when you're looking at traveling to see family or weddings or whatever if you add that up again like spending that money versus just doing a little bit of legwork and getting some points and paying for those flights with points is just pays huge dividends when you look at that. That money compounded over time. I mean, we're talking; it's not crazy to say tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, if you do some of this travel hacking in your 20s and 30s, and just just save or invest that money instead.
1: Now I'll throw I'll throw one last you know one other to do that you could do out there and uh, give a plug for Spencer and Jamie at Military Money Manual. Oh, yeah inspired me to do a lot of this stuff, but I didn't actually realize they have a free, uh, like five day course. So they'll send you an, an email every day for five days. Yeah. And it's just a couple minutes, you know, two articles a day. And it's just a couple minutes for each article, nothing crazy. But like if, if you're, I guess, intimidated by a lot of the stuff we talked about, I think they talk about this stuff at a little, I guess, slower pace and you can read it and read it multiple times. Um, it's really cool, really valuable. It starts, you know, as a beginner and goes all the way up to expert. So like, definitely check that out. Um, It's a great, you know, five days, save the articles forever um, and look back at it. And again, like last time, if you guys have any questions, uh, feel free to reach out to Eric and put them in touch with me or reach out to me uh, via email, LinkedIn or whatever. Um, Yeah, it's, I've wasted a lot of points. Uh, I've been regretted wasting a lot of points yeah some of these cool there's so many tools out there these days with uh what computers can do definitely uh take advantage of it
0: yeah absolutely and uh yeah great point about the the course that spencer's got over on militarymoneymanual.com uh we'll definitely link to that in the show notes I've, i took that myself i think they said they've had 10,000 people go through that in the last five years or however long he's had it open so pretty cool they, they do a pretty good job i think matt said it well of talking to it you know at a at a slower pace if you if you want to just do one or two cards they kind of prioritize that for you and say hey open up this card then this card And if you want to be done great if you want to keep going this is how you keep going so they they do a good job i think of scaling that to your individual interest level all right matt well this has been this has been fun we we might have to do another one of these on, a, on another uh topic sometime soon this we went pretty deep into the into the travel hacking but i uh, have really enjoyed the conversation and Think uh, hopefully we've provided some good uh, insights and some actionable takeaways for the, for the listeners. So yeah, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. Looking forward to it again. And likewise, hopefully we uh, provided some value to the military folks out there.
0: All right, thanks, Matt. We'll wrap this up now. Uh, thank you for being here. Uh, please, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, would love to have you rate and review. It really helps the algorithms show this show a little bit more to people looking for military finance tips. So really appreciate that. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Thank you.